The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. I'm in the lust stage. Can't keep my hands off you. Keep your hands to yourself, sir. 1101, Domino, Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. It's Valentine's Day, if you haven't heard. And we're going to bring you the love of sports today. With over 100 years of sports talk experience. Happy holidays, everybody. Combined between us and Chuck and Chernoff later on today. It's Domino and Cellini on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks for taking the time to listen. You can listen all the time. You got the fan app. And that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming and Beaver Direct. Is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You've got 680thefan.com. You've also got the X platform, which is brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino with Matt Lear at Road Dog 680 at Chris Domino at Cellini Nick at 680 The Fan. Because it is Valentine's Day, Chris, the X platform question of the day is what is your favorite love song? I was going to go with what was your first sports love, but then I thought about the rejoins. That's an industry term, the music that you hear coming back from break. Now, the guys during the locker room this morning, we're doing their own version of that. It was a lot more R&B themed. Our audience is going with some R&B, like Boys to Men, Bended Knee. But I'm hearing a lot of things like Love Song by Tesla. Uh-huh. Um, I Used to Love Her by Guns N' Roses, which which isn't exactly a love song. No, I Used it, to Love Her, but I Had to Kill Her. Yeah, yeah. This is like Springsteen, Born in the USA. Oh, no. It's not really what it is. And then we have, of course, uh, Every Rose by Poison. And Brett Michaels mm. will be joining us to close the show. Tomorrow, we'll be giving away some tickets for that show, August the 3rd. Brett Michaels coming back to town. So I thought about that. This is sort of like that crossover. It becomes the uh, the encore, right? It's sort of the encore of this show. Yes. Beginning of them. I guess that makes them the headliners. I'm cool with that. Yeah, they're afternoon drive. That's what they are. Yeah, I'm cool with that. But Brett Michaels. the opening act. Yeah, he gets a chance to be in the encore. And I would imagine every rose is one that you, you pull out at that moment. As Paul McCartney said, we're still a big act. But we're the opening act for the afternoon drive show known as Chuck and Chernoff. Or we're the headliner of bringing you from morning to afternoon. Listen, we've done every day part. We've been together almost 30 years. You name the day part, we've done it. Yeah. Everybody, oh, do you have a favorite? No, whatever one I'm doing. I'm working. Listen, I, yeah, I don't care. Does my check cash? Have you done afternoons? Uh, We have done afternoons. Have you done mornings? Certainly have. You're doing middays now. Yeah, that's a night. Yeah. No, I, I've I, never we've never done nights. No, not consistently anyway. I've done uh, post. I did Falcons at night. On it's their a brace old post. Flesh. Did you I not did brace post? Yeah. So I've been on at night. But yeah, no, it's that sort of six A to six P. I believe that's what they call You've done it weekends. Yeah, done weekends. He's done weekends. We've all done weekends. That's how you get your start. There's no days of the week. There's no clock around here. I don't care. I, I'm working. Whatever time you tell me to be there, I'll be there three hours earlier than that. And then. We'll walk in, I'll plug my headsets in, and boom, we begin. First sports talk show I ever did was game one of the NBA Finals, Michael Jordan's first title, when they they beat the Lakers eventually, but the Lakers won that game one on a Saturday afternoon. I don't know why I brought that up, but we talked about weekends and getting our start. I, I just pulled a John Michaels. I really made it about me, didn't I? Mm-hmm. 
it's I know I like to make things about me. John takes it to another okay. level. Though. So you are now saying yeah. that you pulled a John Michaels mm-hmm. because everybody in a city believes they, they're pulling a Cellini. Yeah. You're now saying the crown is his. Well, he took the ball and ran the with it. The king yeah. is dead. Long live yeah, the king. It's like Brady to Mahomes. I mean, I've passed the torch. That was me. Yeah. Do you know what I think it is, honestly? Here's what I think it is. Like, you just started that story for no reason. I think there are times that you hear something, I'll call it a trigger word. It strikes a chord, yeah. No, it's a trigger word. And then all of a sudden you have a thing, and instead of just keeping it to yourself, you just have to put it out there. I, especially when this red light is on, yeah. I, I clearly have no inner monologue. Right. Off the air, I do. In here, I don't see. Well, again, off the air, we can't. I, I'm about to delete all my texts from you. Because at some point, somebody's going to ask me for this. And I'm just like, well, yeah, you can have it. I don't want to be Tom Brady. I smash phones all the time. I throw it in the Chattahoochee. I don't want to. Listen, I've said you should have a phone that you can throw in the Chattahoochee. I've only got one. I'm almost ready, and I don't want to go to Mike Arand, our IT guy here, because then he's sort of involved. He's a witness. Well, he's involved. I want to try to figure out how do I delete everything that has ever come from you in the history of this phone. Do you see the uh, movie Hall Pass at the end? Stephen Merchant, the English character, his wife says, you should have a Hall Pass. And then he thinks about all the people he's going to have to kill as witnesses. He's burying bodies oh. left and right. That's what would happen to you. You'd have to start killing people. Oh, I, I, I keep saying I don't want to fill out paperwork. I go to the doctor. I'm not annoyed by it, but I just, damn, i got to fill out more paperwork. I'm afraid they're going to call me in. I want... I watched that last 30 minutes of that Netflix thing that everybody's talking What's about. What's the name of that game? I watched it over the weekend. John Michaels was talking about that as well this morning. It's it's the number one trending show on Netflix. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's if it wasn't real, you wouldn't buy the story. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, so there were a lot of these choices. Was this good, not good? I don't watch enough of them to know. I sat down with my wife, and I saw, like, the last 30 minutes. Um, my point is that there seems to be a lot of... They're one step ahead of you. We say it all the time. If the feds knock on your door and ask a question, they already have the answer. Correct. And you make it worse. Again, the lie, the cover-up is usually worse than the actual crime. Unless the actual crime is murder. That's what the police did to this woman that they caught, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. They I, played her game and set the trap for her. Well, at one point, the, the police officer says, we were playing chess, and she was playing checkers. They wanted to give you that common man. How do I relate? It's the checkers chess analogy that comes into play but the only thing i find is every time that happens there's always like this other i gotta come down there again and tell you more stories i don't want to do that i don't want paperwork i don't want to have to sit there do you remember well you seem to remember the 1969 mets and al weiss much more than you remember an incident from last year i was like yeah because i cared about that this not so much you kind of file that away and well, you have selected, I do believe you have selective memory. I have a you window remember in time. what you want to remember, yeah. I have a window in time. Sixth and seventh grade, I'm a little bit shaky. I remember St. Clair CYO basketball. I remember Mary Rose Fugazi. And sort of the rest, I went to school because we had, do you know what split sessions are? Did they have, do you ever have overcrowding? No, no you were a Catholic, you were, you were a fancy I went to a, I went to a small private. Catholic school. Yeah, you went to a private school. In my neighborhood, there was like 18 in our graduating pa- class. Pardon me, pardon me. I asked yeah, 24. It was some fancy school. I started sixth grade at 12 o'clock every day. Seventh grade, I started at 7 a.m. Yeah, I guess the school was overcrowded. They said it's 6, 7, and 8, but here's how we're going to split it up. I kind of remember in the mornings, like, you know, when you don't care that you're dirty and I just remember playing stickball for like two hours and then going into school. Yeah, before you had any interest in girls. Uh, Mary Rose Fergazi was right. But once you started getting interested in girls, that's when you started showering and caring about your appearance. So I'm going I'm to say this again. I'm that gonna, was like eighth grade for me. I'm going to tell you the truth. I always cared. Not me. I always cared. I don't know why I always cared. 
I didn't, I didn't really understand how you could look like pig pen and smell maybe even worse than that. You're just walking around. You're just smelling worse every day. Do you not? Can you not smell yourself? Let me um, ask you. I've never gotten to the point. Look, I've been laid up in bed. Yeah, in sixth grade when I first started needing deodorant, that's when I said I need deodorant. Okay. Because I started saying, what is that smell? Oh, that's me. Yeah. By the way, to this day, it continues. <laughs> Nothing's changed. What is that smell? Oh, that's Nick. <laughs> it's just a little bit different now. Um, the Falcons have a couple of different coordinators, and they are going to meet with the media, along with Marquise Williams, who's still the special teams offensive I got to get out of here at 1 o'clock. I was going to say, does that make the spiders crawl yeah. on, on your skin, Chris Domino, because they're scheduled to meet at Flowery Branch with everybody at 2 o'clock? Why couldn't they do 3 I, o'clock? Because they're doing this on purpose now. They're doing this to avoid you. It's all because of that question that you just had so to two ask. 2 o'clock is now the it's magic. Not a shoot. Yes. 2 o'clock is the magic number in the clock up at Flowery yep, Branch. Sure is. They did the same thing when they introduced Raheem Morris. They did the same thing with Arthur Blank. Again, I, I think they're doing all of this with you in mind. Hey, Ambassador, is he still on from 11 to 2? That's a guy who works for the Falcons. He sends out a lot of the emails. Then 2 o'clock it is. There's no way he can get here. You want to play pop quiz? Want to play Falcons Right pop out of quiz? the gate, yeah, yeah. Falcons pop quiz. Do you have pop quiz sounder? Do we have any of that? Like even make some music up? I'm going to ask you. The NFL power rankings are out for 2024-2025. Twenty I didn't see this yet, so I can honestly say this is going to be a guess. All right. What number? Do we have anything? Yeah, there we go. What number do you think the Atlanta Falcons finished in the look ahead to the future? Not the year past. Look ahead to the future power ring. Uh, 27. Oh, no, no. Yes, they're 27. But here's the pop quiz. That didn't matter. Here's the pop quiz. What teams are below them? What teams are 28 through 32? Okay, this is where it gets complicated. Carolina's got to be below them. Yes, they're worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's right. Are the Patriots below them? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. So I got got three I apologize. Not Dion. Coach. And I'm not going to call him Coach the other word either. If I want to go Coach, I'll go Coach. Go ahead. Uh, you don't believe. Three more teams. Yeah. Now I'm pushing the panic button. Uh, the Giants. Well, I'm going to say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say yes, bud. Giants, yes. All they right, stink. Give, give me the other two. Arizona and Washington. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's who is considered by the NFL people. NFL.com, which makes it as official as it can be. That's who you are, and that's who's worse. Because nobody knows who the quarterback is going to be. We've talked about it since the Super Bowl came to a close. What did Kyle Shanahan know, and what did he not know as far as overtime rules are concerned? He and John Lynch addressed the media yesterday. Here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say. We did say, and we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with them, make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that, but no, I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. Um, we did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. Um, our analytics felt that was the best way to go. I think the type of game it was did match what they felt was the best way to do. Oh, you know, no. More like a field goal game. <laughs> oh, no. A real long time right before that, so oh um, my! So I didn't feel at all to override that at the time. Oh my! There goodness. he goes. That's Kyle at his finest, right there. That's the money shot. Blottily, 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 blottily. But the game we were playing, eh, it didn't really make sense to do what we did. He's blaming somebody else. No, no, no. He's no, no, no. He is blaming somebody else. But do you understand? That's it. That's the. That's the. Yeah. That's the smoking gun. When you speak to analytics groups, one guy, two guys, seven guys, eight women, on Wednesday, Wednesday, we're going to go over analytics on Wednesday. We're going to make sure we got this in our back pocket. You know what's going to happen on Sunday? You're going to play a game. And here's the incredible part of this. This is, the, this is the story. You had 60 minutes of football. Because, again, a Wednesday conversation is a Wednesday conversation. What are we going to do if it goes to overtime? We win, we defer. That's Wednesday. 
Then you get to watch firsthand 60 minutes of football. Now, maybe you didn't remember it's Mahomes. Maybe you didn't remember it was Kelsey. But you had 60 minutes, three-plus hours to watch that. And you made the wrong decision. He knows that quarterback, quarterback, and the quarterback would be a reason you wouldn't do that. And again, he said he instructed his assistant coaches to let the team know before the overtime period. Now, in their defense, Brock Purdy did say that the quarterback's coach, Brian Greasy, did indeed give him a heads up I, on the okay, rules. That's fine. I did, that's not the story. I know. The story is your head coach, the CEO of the company, had a conversation with an analytics group on Wednesday, which is what do I tell you about analytics? It's all cute, but you ain't, if you ain't using your eyeballs and heartbeats, you're going to Listen, end up on the wrong side. There's a big burly fella that loves analytics that works for ESPN. I would invite him to put a headset on and see what happens. See what happens. Coach using those analytics. See how that works out for you. Because you're coaching people. And people, I think, sometimes take precedence over what the analytics are. We said, how tired is this guy? Is in that's Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field. All of these things What's factor our defense? in. They have the best kicker in the NFL easily. You just got to edit that out to the point where I said, oh, and I don't even remember how he started. But at some point later on in the show, you don't have to do it now. But he said, based upon the game, I'll paraphrase. Based I think the type of game it was didn't match. You know, but you know, I, I... step further on that one, but yeah, that's, you know, the, that's I, the I moment. disagree, but hey, I went with the flow. No, no, no. no I tried to be a team player here. That doesn't, that doesn't get you out of it. It makes it worse. I know. He's blaming other people. It's, He's passing the buck. It's why having a conversation on Wednesday about a game that's going to happen. And then you saw it. You watched the game. You know who that guy is. You know his history. My defense is gassed. I can turn it over but still have a chance to win. Those are things you could say. You can't tell me you took Wednesday information, had a chance to watch an entire football game, knowing, by the way, how many Super Bowls had they won before this game? Uh, none. No, they, Shanahan, none. No, the other guys. Oh, San Francisco against Kansas City. Well, they've beaten San Francisco before Kansas City. This is their third, so two. They have two. As I, as I did some quick math. And then in theory, then practicality, you helped them win a third. Yes, you did. Um, our analysts felt that was the best way to go. Yeah, but, I, you know, they, they said, and, you know, they, I followed the department's rules. And, you know, I don't know nothing. I just work here. That's the Kyle Shanahan way. Let's hit the bongos and tell you what else is coming up on the program. A special night for one of the greatest of all time. We'll have that story for you at 11.50 with camp around the corner. In fact, pitchers and catchers did report today. It could be the biggest question for the Braves. We'll try to answer it around noon. and Seven. <laughs> it's not, we'll get to it at noon. Oh, okay. It's not really the answer I was looking for. And why the 20th of this month is a huge day for college football. We go on campus at 1220. When we come back, did Tay-Tay get a big name thrown out of the Super Bowl? We'll talk more football, but first we spill the tea next on Davino and Cellini, the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. 
With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This one Where's my camera? was their favorite. Again, not exactly a love song. I knew I'd miss her, so I had to keep her. She's buried right in my backyard. I almost think, again, this was a goof. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. No, 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 but it's like a goof, and they go, hey, man, we're pretty hot. Well, this wasn't a single bite. No. This is sort of like Diver Down a little bit. We're just going to do something that's going to entertain us. Yeah, right now we're going to do what we want to do to benefit us. So, Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Benefiting first team, Metro Atlanta, is what the Chili Dip Open on the 23rd of this month is going to do. It is sold out. Want to thank everybody for participating. Want to thank some of our sponsors as well. Ted's Montana Grill, the Georgia Hemp Company, and Fire Safety and Protection. Before we dive a little bit deeper into the NFL... We know that the Falcons are looking for a quarterback, and we've heard time and time again Justin Fields could be that quarterback. And now we're hearing that the Steelers and Arthur Smith and Mike Tomlin are very interested in Justin Fields as well. Here's Tim Hasselbeck, friend of the show. He's been on a few times with us talking about the situation. Fields is going to be on the move, and you're going to have teams that are, are interested in improving at the quarterback position. And Kenny Pickett, through two years, has thrown 13 touchdowns and 13 picks. It has not been what they expected it to be. And so I don't think there's any shot that Pickett goes into camp as the surefire fire starter, which means at this point you're definitely looking to see how you can improve the position. And I think Fields, for all the struggles in Chicago, I think there's been enough evidence that his physical skill set and some of the things he can do i would give plenty of people enough optimism that you could build around that and improve and i certainly would be in that camp now i don't know what merrill hodge is doing now he used to work for espn but he made the rounds at radio row during super bowl week and he said they think a lot of people out there that caleb williams is going to be the next patrick mahomes he's not and he thinks that the bears should stay Uh with justin fields Uh let's see if the bears feel the same way if you're going to go to radio row you got to have a little bit of a different spin or else you're just a guy. And he's sort of been out of the spot. I, I don't whether he's right or wrong. Who knows? Because, again, you want to tell me what you know about a quarterback? That's hilarious. It's hilarious. I want to hear what Zach Robinson, as the coordinators of the Falcons, meet yeah. with the media today at 2 o'clock, has to say about what he's looking for, the ideal quarterback for him. I don't know this guy. Don't know if I'm at him. I don't know if he's going to speak in riddles. I don't know if he's going to sort of, oh, what do I, what do I decipher out of that? Maybe he doesn't. You know, at the end of the day, what he's going to say is we need a guy that can run what we do, make sure he understands how how valuable the football is, and can he lead? Not in the first quarter, second quarter, can he lead all the way through a football game? I don't don't think he's going to give you enough where you're going to go, oh, here's what they're doing. I don't think he's going to give you, oh, that's, he just described Justin Fields. He's not going to give you, yes, specifics. He'll give you generalities. I'm sure that the word collaboration or collaborate... Collaborative. A variation of that word is going to be brought up. 
My quarterback doesn't have to be collaborative. He has to be good. So I don't know, again, who needs to collaborate. We're going to collaborate on the decision. A very collaborative relationship. I think that word is now, but don't forget, guys. Don't forget, guys. Don't forget. That's the buzzword. Now, when Herm Edwards from ESPN joined us yesterday, he said it will be a collaboration. It's not just going to be the choice of Zach Robinson. He also had this to say about a guy he hired in Raheem Morris. He's a constant learner, and I think his travels, where he's been, he's learned a lot. Not only defensively, he's he's a quick learner. He he understands that. But, you know, he, he coached on the offensive side of it, too. And so he's been around enough systems. He can evaluate players very well. He knows what he wants. I think the first time he got the job in Tampa, and everybody said he'll say it, too. He wasn't ready. He was too young. So here's the thing that I found really interesting. I talk all the time about the 3 a.m. in the morning moment. When you're sitting up on the edge of your bed, the bad news, and you go, how the hell did this happen? You want to know what can be the reverse of that? You're sitting at 7 o'clock. You're looking at your family. you got a nice house. And you start thinking, do you know how incredible it is that the Jets trained at Hofstra? I played at Hofstra. I walked up to the head coach of the Jets at Hofstra. He then, because he's respected by Monty Kiffin, who's looking for somebody, he remembers me and, and gets me into Tampa Bay because his word had value. That is a 7 p.m., Three kids looking around with your wife in a nice house, new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And you go, if the Jets don't train at Hofstra, I don't know what I'm doing. What if I don't go up to Herm Edwards and introduce myself? And I'm not a defensive back like Herm Edwards. That's what Herm said. We were both defensive backs, so, you know, we decided to give him an opportunity. Yeah, there are counters to the 3 a.m. how did this happen moment. And they're the 7 p.m. when you're looking around at your wife and family going, you know, whatever, whatever happens, I have no idea where he met his wife. But I guarantee the beginning of what was going to be his NFL career put him in a position to meet his wife. That's insane. And he's now the coach of the Falcons. And he's going to be upbeat and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think they're giving these guys 15 minutes today. I, it feels like hard outs. I saw 2, 2.15 and 2.30. So it's like our show? Seems a little, No, it's the opposite. Well, it's like our show now. We have to be out. Oh, well. Not like it used to be. Yeah, I here's, good old days. Here's what I would suggest to the Falcons. We're done when I say we're done. Yeah, Falcons ain't coming to me for advice these days. I'd like to help. So if you, it's still open, 404-86. Um, I think they know your number. You got the number. Give me a call. I would have not put those times in. I would have let the media feel like, hey, man, this is sort of casual. Why, why limit the conversation? But it's ca- I want it to be casual. We'll start at 2 o'clock. We're going to bring three the, these three guys out. We'll see what happens. I guess it's because the first guy, if he's there, you know, 30 minutes, the other two have to wait. Oh, okay. And they got places to be. Uh, they got film to look at. Oh, pfft. Quarterbacks and draft choices to think about. There's 24 hours in a day. I'm a little tired of that story, too. We just don't oh, have enough so busy. time. Oh, they're so busy. I can't do that. If only I had more time. More time. I have a time machine. The legend of Andy Reid's appetite continues to grow. That story in five minutes. Punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone. Let's start with Brandon Marshall, co-host of the I Am Athlete podcast. He's alleging that Taylor Swift got Kanye West kicked out of the Super Bowl after learning he bought tickets right in front of her suite. So in other words, he says, Brandon Marshall contends, that whenever they were going to show Taylor Swift, you would have seen Kanye's face. Uh-oh. And he said Kanye had a mask on with his logo on the mask. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what his logo is, but for that reason, he contends Taylor Swift. We called Katy Perry a few times during his podcast, got him confused, uh-huh. met Taylor Swift, okay. got Kanye thrown out. 
So I don't think you're allowed to throw somebody out if they bought a ticket. And he wouldn't have been shown every time. It would have been that wider shot where there were a couple of people seen in front of her suite. When she got a beer, I think, from somebody in front of the suite, they could have avoided it. I don't think they would have. I think for TV, NFL fans, sorry, there would have been at least a moment or two. I'll wait for Kanye to give it to me because here's what I know about Kanye. He spent $7 million to do a commercial during the Super Bowl that he shot on his phone. Now, ooh, that's avant-garde. That's That flies in the face of, and that's what he wants to do. I don't know why he did it, but he did it. I think he pimped uh, a website for $7 bucks, and he did it on his, his phone. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any interest in the guy. I don't think there was going to be a fight. Do I think that Jason Kelsey was going to, you know, defend her honor and, and I think if they didn't want the glass? If CBS didn't want to show Kanye West for whatever reason, they, the guys in the truck, as professionals, they would have figured out a way to rework the camera angle to get Taylor Swift and not Kanye West. Listen, I don't think he, you can tell me smart guy made he made a couple of billion dollars and then he lost it. It doesn't matter. I don't care about the guy enough. It's not a down-the-hall thing for me. What he was trying to do is he was trying to pimp a website during a, an, a Super Bowl. That's what he's trying to do. But that you would said, be like he, a prop plane just flying out over an open-air stadium saying, hey, look at me, look now, at me, Now that's illegal, away with it. As we found out with the drone in Baltimore during the conference championship. But as you said, if he purchased a ticket, you yeah. can't throw him out. Yeah, Unless he's, you know, throwing eggs at Taylor question. Swift in you, the suite. I, semantics, but can you throw somebody out who's never in? Is anybody telling me, is Brandon Marshall telling me he was in the seat and then he got thrown out, or did she get wind of it? Because you can't get know. thrown out of something unless you're in it. I don't understand the logistics. I don't understand the story, but that's the story that Brandon Marshall is telling. The New York Post says that 58.8 million women watch the Super Bowl the most ever. And I know how you feel about these numbers. Where do you get them from? Yeah, that's but that's a 9% increase from last year. Okay. Is it because of Taylor Swift? I don't know, but... It's an odd coincidence if it isn't. Well, it's Taylor Swift and, and Kelsey because he's a little bit known because he did that stupid show of his. And, you know, his his meathead head has been all you know, Saturday Night Live and all a bunch of places. So, yeah, 9%. The network will take it every day. Now, what you know what they're thinking? This is, we talk about it all the time. How quickly do you turn the page after a victory? Celebrate for a little bit. You know what the – I don't know who has it. Maybe Fox next year in New Orleans. They're trying to figure out what the hell do we do to top this? I swear to God, there are, there are Fox if it's Fox executives trying to figure out what do we do to top this? I'm going to give you a hint. When it comes to the world of entertainment, you can't top her. You can't top her. I, I'm going to contend something. And I'll contend something. A tribute to Dr. John at halftime. New Orleans Blues staple. That won't move the meter. Not quite as much. No. No, here, here I'm going to say this. For a while, and I'm old enough where this was the fact, before social media, I was told that Muhammad Ali and Pele were the two most famous people. Now, you can As a tell- kid, I knew nothing about soccer, but I knew who Pelé was. Right. And then you could say, well, the President of the United States would always have a, a place in, in sort of the pantheon around the world. But my whole thing is if you went to a thatched hut and you showed a picture of FDR, I don't think they know. Muhammad Ali, the story was they'd all go, oh, that's Muhammad Ali. I say it all the time. The most recognizable is Mickey Mouse. There's not a, there's not a, there's not a corner. There's not any place on earth where they don't know Mickey Mouse. I'm going to contend that Taylor Swift... And I know soccer players are always supposed to be the ones. Gentlemen, if we heard Messi, Ronaldo, they're the most famous people in the world. Talk about soccer. Because we know them in America, but they know them in Europe. I'm going to go a step further. Taylor Swift is the winner now in the world. She gets America. She gets Europe. She gets Asia. You want Australia thrown in? She She sells out all over the world, so she's number one. Can't deny that. Because of social media on top of that. 
I don't know where you can go on the planet where you didn't show a picture of Taylor Swift and somebody wouldn't say Taylor Swift. Fair point. Uh, Andy Reid. So the point we, is, if it's Fox, yeah, you don't have a topper. You don't. Unless she's dating the next guy who plays in the Super Bowl Which, next year. You know, one never knows. Andy Reid now one of only five coaches, as we talked about, if he won the Super Bowl with at least three Super Bowl victories, fourth most games in league history, trailing only Don Shula, George Hallis, and Bill Belichick. The Athletic did a piece on Andy Reid based on the people that have worked with him over the years, and it really had nothing to do with wins and losses. At one point, Brad Childress says, when he was an assistant there, he was driving with Andy Reid at the Senior Bowl years ago when they were with Philadelphia, and something caught Reid's eye, a red neon light. Childress was confused. He had never heard of Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh So Andy Reid and Childress pull over, and the dozen, plus the freebie, didn't survive the drive to the hotel. And there were specific instructions on what to have on the buffet after the meal the night before the game and haagen was a staple he would know now you claim yeah you yes blindfold yes can tell the difference yes. between yes. any hamburger between any fries no no no. yeah here's what i'm telling you don't give you me no don't give me a fake hamburger i can tell you i can taste that's this fast food chain that's this fra- right. yes no doubt about it if you're asking me about ice cream yes there is a difference and he i guess they tried, i believe him they tried to fool him i times. believe him and he said, listen, this is not haagen No doubt. They, they brought up Bluebell. No offense to Bluebell. I enjoy Bluebell ice cream. But sure. apparently Andy Reid knew the difference. Well, he's an ice cream he says, this, this clearly is not haagen And he would sit there and, and really... I believe him. He would be angry. Yeah, don't, what, are you, what are you goofing on me for? Mm-hmm. Just go get me the haagen Now, I don't know what haagen does. I'll tell you this. I guarantee you, at his home, he will have, uh, what do they call them, freezer-packed versions of everything they do. Haagen-Dazs that uh, ice cream and uh, hard shells and Haagen-Dazs this and Haagen-Dazs that. Whatever he made for them, they're going to try to pay back. Now, be careful, Haagen-Dazs, because it's like we say at a buffet. Some guys get their nine ninety nine worth. I think Andy Reid's going to get his Haagen-Dazs worth. Do you think Andy Reid can eat a half a gallon yes, of ice cream of with no problem? Like, if I did that, I would be sick. Like, he would eat it, not feel guilty, not feel sick. He would just go on with the rest of his days. No, I'm not telling you. Don't do it like uh, the hot dog guy at uh, No, it's not know, a Coney contest. Island. Yeah. He just enjoys the haagen yeah. and he has quite the appetite. And I'm going to tell you another guy can, thing. guy can eat what? You know, I'm assuming he ate 10 of those 13 donuts with Brad Childress. Yeah. Brad Childress was in studio with us. He's not a big guy. No, no, no. No. When you when you make a point that, that all 13 were gone, and you're not claiming, yeah, you know, I had seven of them. I believe 10-3 would be a good number. Good number. Here's the other thing about Andy Reid and haagen You know, some people... Uh, I don't know how much. He's probably got an ice cream bowl that's bigger than most people's ice cream bowls. Like, he's got a bowl in his cabinet that that's that's dad's, granddad's, that's his ice cream bowl. Right. And it's bigger. Like, he's got a bowl that you would eat spaghetti out of. Because you don't, yeah, you know what you don't want to do? And I've eaten ice cream. Here's what you don't want to do. I do this with cereal. I got a bigger bowl than the normal cereal bowl. I don't want to go back for a second. I'll eat all of it if I put it in my big bowl and go, what? I, one serving. I didn't go back. I know how guys like this thing. I, uh, I made a major mistake the other day, Domino. I broke up one of those sugar cones with the ice cream in it, the Nutty Buddies, mm-hmm. and I put some syrup on it, yeah. and I put it in the microwave, and I put it in the microwave too, too long. long. It was I, soup. I, tell I you ruined the, the entire deal. Yeah, I tell you all the time. Don't, don't try this. 30 no, seconds. That, that would be like. It was foolish. It should you have been utilize the half power, the 20% power. It was dumb. 
Give me somebody around here. Dumb. Give me somebody around here. I don't want to use the word dumb. I don't because there is a difference between dumb and stupid. Uh, dumb is you can't help it. Stupid is you choose not so was, to be smarter. I was stupid when I did that. That's what you're saying. No, because I told you. You've not listened. You're right. How to use the microphone. I, I cannot argue with that uh, assessment. Who around here, if we do a quick vote, you guys don't have to say it out loud, unless you want to. Who around here is maybe not the smartest person? Do you want to give a name? I'm not giving a name. No. Anybody over there want to volunteer a name? There was no reason for me to give a name. No, Nobody? It's a no-win situation. Nobody wants to get Adam, no name? You don't want to do this? I want to so bad, but I'm not. Okay. So whoever it is in your Say head. <laughs> whoever, Say what you want to I'm say. Not, whoever, I'm not, Coach. Who, whoever's in your head right now, you trying to put ice cream in a microwave because you've blown this many times. Can I give you an equivalent? I have blown it many times now that I think about it. Yeah. You keep touching the stove, as they say. <laughs> you trying to do that. Can I give you the analogy, the big picture life analogy? That would be like, again, you guys have the person in your head who you're thinking about, who you think the dumbest person in this whole company is? That would be like There's Oppen a couple in my head that are fighting okay. for number one. That would be like Oppenheimer bringing that person in your head into what he's working on and say, you know, I'm hoping you can help me with this. That's the equivalent. What is the number again? I always forget. The number of seconds it has to go on the microwave. See, here's what you don't, you've never understood. What's your freezer at? I got to look at your ice cream. I got to know. Sometimes it's five. Sometimes it's seven. Depends how frozen it is. So let's say freezers my freezer is different, man. Let's say my freezer's at it's six and a half. By the way, never trust the temperature. No, no, in your it's, it's at six and a half. Okay. Uh, don't do 15 seconds. Uh, seven seconds. You just want to be able to let alone 30. 30, 30 oh, was just 30? flat out. Yeah, it's how long I put it in there. It was flat out ignorant. It wasn't soup. Not only was it soup, it was hot. That's ramen yeah, noodles. The ice cream territory. was no longer cold. Yeah, that's ramen noodles. You, you basically ate like the, the liquid in ramen noodles. Yes. Just, just eat the ice cream out of your freezer. Or can I give you a piece of advice? Three and a half minutes, four minutes, five minutes before you want to eat the ice cream. Put it in a bowl, put it on the counter. I don't, I don't have that kind of patience. Don't use equipment. Don't I'll, use equipment. I'll tell you what else is dangerous. If you're eating ice cream, and I, I promise we'll get back to the NFL. Yeah, go ahead. What else is dangerous is when you just take out the half a gallon and you decide this is my half a gallon mm -hmm. and you start eating the half a gallon and then it starts melting around the edges and mm -hmm. you start digging into the edges and next thing you know, um, three-fourths of the half a gallon is gone. Again, so that's why you need to preheat. What's the problem? Well, <laughs> what's the problem? The problem is you're you fat piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, if you keep doing all right. that, all right. that's going to be the end result. Anyway, did you know that Patrick Mahomes... With that victory, not only that victory as an underdog in the Super Bowl, but in the conference championship game and the one at Buffalo, with those victories, now 10-3 and three straight up as an underdog, 11-1-1 against the spread. So as he said after the game, we should never be underdogs. And I think those numbers pretty much speak for themselves. The Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Yeah. Just know that. All right. I don't know if you're villains, but I certainly know what it is you do when you play the... The Vegas folks at one, one and a half don't believe we're the, we're the better team. Travis Kelsey said his actions towards Andy Reid were unacceptable. He said, if Andy Reid would have turned and punched me in the mouth, I would have said, let's go, because I would have deserved it. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You can joke about it now. Like we said, yeah, nobody oh, yeah. got hurt and you won the championship. I Listen, if you love it, you love it. I sit around and go, great player he doesn't need to. It's sort of LeBron-ish. Now, LeBron is the king. Speaking of the king, the king ain't that. I'll prove it to you again later with LeBron. You know what I have to do? I have to go live mic, red light on, red light on, and I have to say I was wrong. I was wrong already this week. Uh-oh. I was wrong.
Well, I'll tell you what it's about later, but I'm just telling you that Travis Kelsey is we playing. We have a show of honesty. He's playing the wrestling card. I think he thinks Pat McAfee. I think he thinks Post. I have to establish all this now to go get that. I think it wears out. I think there's a shelf life for it. Being a great player should be enough. And for we some know people, it's not. That they are the power couple, the it couple now, Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Did you see that Julian Edelman was at Shakira's 47th birthday party? Yeah. Last, or earlier, I should say, not last month, earlier this month. And I guess they were embracing here and there. So now the rumor is they're seeing one another. Okay. Good for, good for those kids. I'm telling you this. I got a cut from Edelman talking to Gronk coming up later. Julian Edelman is, he's got star potential. Star potential. I see him on a set, he gets it. I see him with a sit-down where you can actually use language, he gets it. Julian Edelman is better than 90% of the guys they've trotted out, former players, onto every desk, every stand-up, every form of media you can. This guy is better. In the meantime, we know that Ray Ray McLeod was involved in one of the biggest plays, that muffed punt that he tried to pick up, and somebody criticized him, saying the mistake that changed the game was the muff punt. It was his fault, and he responded, McLeod, on social yeah, media. He, he thinks the guy used the wrong word. And I quote, if you don't know football, don't speak about the play because that's not a muff, goofy boy. Right. There is a still shot, which, by the way, is nicer than he maybe should have been. There is a difference. Again, it's semantics. You tell a guy who returns kicks, he muffed the punt, he gets angry. What he didn't do was hop on it. There's a still photo I just saw. That my God, that football! Look, it's a, sh- it's an odd shape. It's, it's you don't know. It's a blong. But there's a moment when you know. All I have to do is let gravity win. I fall on this football. We have the football. It's the, it's arguably the play of the game. I think it is. And you, you talk about it because the Chiefs that gave them life. They scored on the very next play. Pat McAfee, you brought him up. I guess he's actively now recruiting Bill Belichick. He should to be a part. It's brilliant of his show. As far as Nick Saban used to do a weekly spot. And it makes perfect sense. Tell you why it's brilliant. Because it can actually happen. This isn't a guy from, with all due respect to, uh, you know, a radio station in Iowa. We could do it. Look, I'll do the top ten market. Hey, you know what? Uh, Bill Belichick. Hey, guys, can we uh, can we go to the couches? Can we? What do you think? Let's get Belichick. He said when they were on the game day set during that Army-Navy game and Belichick put the Navy helmet on that day, he said they developed a rapport that day. So he believes it it's can really happen. Us asking, hey, let's do a spot with Belichick. Let's make him an offer. W-E-E-I doing it. Pat McAfee, there's nobody in media. Because I don't think Bill Belichick would do anything with Stephen A. Smith. I don't. I I'm, I, I don't think he would. Because I, I, don't, I don't think he wants to be caught up in the you say this and I say that. With McAfee, while there is, you know, the McAfets or whatever they're called around him, there's a, you know, sort of a backup band. And yeah. I'm not taking a shot. I think Bill Belichick would actually know through what he saw with Nick Saban I could do this. And, and McAfee's got the money to do it. There is a precedent there. Saban and Belichick are buddies. It makes sense for a number of reasons. For two decades plus, you have helped us make a dramatic difference in the lives of those affected by blood cancers. And that's why we're doing it again this upcoming Friday, the 23rd annual Strikeout Leukemia and Lymphoma Radiothon. We're going to be live at Beaver Toyota in coming. And we've been able to raise over $2 million over the years. Let's add to that total. For more information on how to make your donation and incentive items, you can bid on those day of. Go to 680thefan.com now. Hey, how our retired Shaquille O'Neal, of all people, made NBA history last night. We'll talk about that next here on Domino and Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, 
Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This dance. 11.46, Domino, Jelini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. It's kind of odd on Valentine's Day wait, to bring wait, this wait. up. Wait, Is the theme songs that ruin careers? No, that's not it. Oh. The X-Platform question of the day is, what's your favorite love song? Somebody did pick this one. So it's odd to bring it up on Valentine's Day, but when you have to break up, you have to break up. And if you're brave enough... To take that first step, don't forget when a guest joins us, they join us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Are you brave enough.com is the place to go. Yeah, I want out of this marriage. If that's how you feel, to consult the fine divorce attorneys at Hobson and Hobson. We might have to go back to the Guns N' Roses song because I've gotten a couple of texts. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of direct, what do they call them? Direct messages. DMs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone got, slid got, into your DMs got, when it comes to Guns N' Roses. I got two DMs and two texts. <laughs> Uh, about that song. I'll give you information. I think what we need to do is we might have to play it later and listen a little bit more closely. Okay. That's a, you know. We'll examine yeah. I Used to Love Her by Guns N' Roses. You know what song I think is the, what song do you think that. Uh, is it the Commodores? Yeah, Just to Be Close. That It's, it's look, Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling. It bought him houses. It did. All night long. Bought him houses. It did. He became the guy who got to be the We Are the World guy. He became the guy who gets to go to American Idol. I know that you, you know, there's Katie millions. Perry's of, leaving American Idol, by the way. Just hoping I can go on with my life. What, does she have to expand a little bit? She just feel a little bit boxed in? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Lionel Richie, because of what are the two songs I said, Dancing on the Ceiling, and you said. All night long. Right. He gets to host American Idol this many years later. The best thing he ever did is some of the Commodore stuff, and I'm giving you the best Commodore song. I like Love Will Find a Way off the same album that, uh. All night long was on. Okay. Can't slow down. Yeah, I, it just keeps going though. That's the problem. Yeah, it's not yeah. for me. It's not for me. It's like this program. It's for some and it's not for others. Last night, a lot of people were not fans of Shaquille O'Neal in Orlando when he left the franchise to go to the Lakers. They retired his number. First magic number to ever be retired was Shaq's thirty-two last night. So he is now the third player to have his jersey retired by three different franchises. Uh-huh. Will Chamberlain and Pete Maravich hmm. are the others. Uh, I didn't know Pete Maravich had his number retired by three teams. Who the hell are the teams that... Well, let's see. You got the Hawks, you got the Jazz, and the third team, well, it escapes me at the moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't. even... I wouldn't have known that. His number wasn't retired in Boston. He wore 44 his last year there. Yeah, I know. Look, they retire a lot of numbers. Danny Ainge then wore 44 later on. <laughs> hey, take that off. See what Bill Fitch said about him? He said, this guy... He abused his body over the years. He's in the worst shape I've ever seen a basketball player in. His final year there, Bill Fitch coached him in Boston. Bird's rookie year. 
He said Pete Maravich was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, he was a mess. I talked to a guy who roomed with Pete right out of college, and he has told me that, you know, there were roommates back then. And Pete signed a good contract. He would pay this guy a couple of bucks and tell him, you're going to get your own room. I need the room tonight. So you got something from Shaq last night? Yeah, this is uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Perhaps a change in career is forthcoming. And to the, the DeVos family, whenever you want me to quit TNT and come back home, you give me a call. I'll be here in an instant. Love you guys. Thank you for coming out. Drive safe. I'm sure the DeVosses have good money. Magic fans, hey, one more time. One more time. We're not Because L.A. called. I was rapping. I was movieing. I had things to do. Why'd Los Angeles was the place to be. Why'd you do it? Didn't at one point they put Mickey Mouse ears on Shaq and just say the, the two biggest attractions in Orlando? I think there's a picture of Shaq somewhere with Mickey Mouse ears on. And I think the gist of it was the two biggest attractions. Yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised. Incidentally, wow. so it's the Hawks, the Jazz, and the Pelicans because they're in New Orleans. They retired the number of All Pete right. Maravich. All right. Listen, it's his number seven jersey. It's their rafters. It's not mine. Listen, it could be worse. You could have had a widespread panic banner hanging from the rafters. Be careful with that, because when I said that to the people who run the arena, they were like, what? What, man? We sell out an arena like your, your basketball team, man, your sports. The Lakers are suffering now from the... Man. We won the... Whatever that was, in se- where the in-season champions. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that don't fit. With all due respect, Billy Joel being in Madison Square Garden, yes. 100 shows, whatever he's going to do there, yes. Widespread panic, New Year's Eve, look at us, no. That was my widespread panic I know jam band I know what it was. voice. Let's buckle up. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. All right, how many business jets? That would be private jets. How many private jets do you think flew out of Las Vegas 28. after the Super Bowl ended? Uh, 150. 525 private I jets flew out of Las so Vegas. bad at this. After the Super Bowl ended. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about ESPN and $8 billion. The college football thing, we're going to go on campus at some uh, point. We are going to go on it's campus the big at headline. 1220. It's yes. the big headline. ESPN is now going to shell out $8 billion. Everybody stay away. It's ours. That's what they're telling you. It's ours. Now, what they have, we're not really sure. 5'7", uh, 2'10". It's a little bit general three, at this nine. Point. Yeah, they, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, they have the ability to license out the games to other networks. Right. I'm going to read you something coming up in a second. I don't want you to tell me. Who wrote it and then hit send and put it on social media? Let's start with this, though, first. I mentioned Julian Edelman. He's friends with Rob Gronkowski. This is how, when it's done right, you can do things. Earl Thomas was yes. a f***ing torpedo back there oh at this time. Oh, my gosh, career. man. He was a missile. He used to come downhill. Earl Thomas, he ended my season when we won the Super Bowl. I didn't know that. That was the year I got hurt and then playing that Super Bowl. It was because of Earl Thomas. I was going up to see him. I was looking at the ball, and then boom. I was running full speed up to see him, and he was running full speed at me. He had no fear at all. Zero. Zero He wasn't a big guy either. No, not a big guy, but he was compact. 
compact. Yeah, like low man wins. Yeah. Then when he hit me, I actually ruptured my lungs, and then also he popped out my disc in my back, and that's why I had to get back surgery that year. My God. Yeah. So that's like being in a car accident. Of course. That's hitting the steering wheel. Really, it's it's your chest cavity hitting a steering wheel, and that's Earl Thomas. So. But what I like about it is that's two guys sitting on chairs, and Edelman can not curse on TV. He's good on the desk. He can do that as well. So I think he's a star in the making. I think you played that to make a point that you were justified in swearing at Braves Fest. No doubt about it. It's the same thing. If I may, if I may read Thank between you. the lines. I, I didn't even think that way, but you're right. That's what happens. You're just talking to somebody. You know you, you're going to edit it or whatever it is you're going to do. You have an ability to do that. Just talk like the way you would talk. Thank you for bringing that up. No problem. Uh, who was the last white cornerback drafted in the first round to play in the NFL? So it wasn't Jason Seahorn. No, he was, was drafted in the second round. Right. What's his name? Tusk? No, nope. it wasn't Tusk. Not him. All right, here it is. Here's what's happening in this year's draft. A white cornerback is going to get drafted in the first round for the first time in over 50 years. So the NFL hasn't had a white starting corner since Jason Seahorn over 20 years ago. He wasn't drafted in the first round, though. The Giants took him in the second round. The last time a white corner was selected in the first round of the NFL draft was Hall of Famer Roger Weirley back in 1969. However, in 2024, the white corner will no longer be extinct. This right here is Cooper DeGene. He just declared for the NFL draft that he will be a starting corner next year. Coming out of Iowa. Roger Worley. Yeah. yeah no, listen, this guy, it's 50 years ago. Like we the Colts. But we, hey, listen, Mr. Snobby over there. If we would have asked those guys on the other side, they wouldn't know who Roger no, Worley I, is. I there is a time and a place where you just have to say, I'm being, I wanted to, you're right, I'm being that guy. I wanted to make a Larry King reference when it comes to Stephen A. Smith. I don't even know if I'm supposed to make a Larry King reference. He played for the Colts, right? Roger Worley, am I right? Uh, I thought he played too. Did he play in uh, St. Louis? Wrong. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's 50 right, plus years. Now I got to look at it. All right. Uh, this is the, yesterday was the 30th anniversary of this. And you see your kids out there pushing and shoving. The guys did a hell of a job. You had the best officiating you could ever get here. And for you to ride them, I want to be a part of that. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here, single them out. You can't get that. You got to give them the Shut up, guys. never cease to amaze me. 30 Coach years ago, Cal yesterday. taking on John Chaney. They were John Chaney trying to kill Coach Cal. Yeah, he told him, remember, look, he played Italian. I don't know when you're going to see me, but know that when you do, I'm going to kick your ass. And he dropped that one twice. They had to hold him back a little bit. I, be I don't believe John Calipari wanted any part of that. Um, he sort of then said, oh, okay, if so you like want Mike to. Dicka, who coached with the Bears yeah. and looked like a bear. Yeah. John Chaney coached the Owls and looked like an owl. Yeah. And Roger Worley played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals. So, so much for me being the snob yeah, over the here. Cardinals. Knowing everything. But that's 30 years ago. By the way, Roger Carr, the wide receiver. It doesn't matter. Listen, don't try to correct I yourself now. You were wrong. Everything. You were wrong. Um, <laughs> but they did make up. There's a couple of pictures of them in 2000, right. and they hugged and everything else. But, yeah, it was that was different, man. That was different at the end of a UMass. That's what I remember when Calipari was at UMass. All right, I'm going to read this, and we'll get out. Tell me who wrote this and hit send and put it on social media. Barry Bonds had one of the best offensive careers in history. He hit a record 762 runs, compiled an OPS, blah, blah, blah. He won an unprecedented seven MLVPs. Is that MLB.com? The, the MLB 
official website did this for Barry Bonds. So if you're going to acknowledge him that way, and I know they're not Hall of Fame voters and everything else, but don't you think at some point you go, wow, you kind of like him. Why aren't you making a push? Collectively, whoever runs the MLB account. Well, I don't. I can't control that. I'm just putting out the numbers here. You know? Okay. I'm just in charge of the website. Seems to me like you should be the ones front and center to be pimping for Barry Bonds to be in the Hall of Fame. That's, 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 that's a little bit above my pay grade, you see. <laughs> what do you think? This is an intern in a cubicle? I've got an idea. Send. I don't know, man. It was it was quality controlled, and it went out that way. Well, speaking of baseball, Different. it's perhaps the biggest question for the Braves this spring. We try to answer it next here on your home of the Braves. It's Domino and Cellini on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.